Well, hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Sensate Podcast. I am Will, and I'm joined by a very special guest, <laughs> Shell Reed. Hi, everyone. And we're supposed to have a Yan with us today, but hopefully he'll uh, join us in progress. Um, but it is very early in the morning where he lives, so I wouldn't blame him if he slept, <laughs> if he just decided <laughs> to sleep or fell asleep. Um, so there's not really any new Sensate news. Uh, I think after we recorded last week, I went on Twitter and saw that there's a discussion with JMS in progress about the cast, um, who, uh, didn't sign on. Apparently there, you know, there were four cast members who declined to re-sign and he was just answering more questions about it a couple of days ago. And she said it wasn't contractual reason. So I guess it was some personal reason, which you know, we'll probably never know. Maybe they just wanted to do something else. Who knows? But, um, wow. yeah, either way, it's your cost and not having the cast available all played into that and the viewership. Um, but today we are here to discuss, I have no room in my heart for hate, which I believe was episode seven, of season two. Directed by James McTeague, written by Lana Wachowski and JMS. So, yeah, so last episode we ended with, you know, I guess Riley needed to go to Cliff, uh, go to Chicago. <laughs> Cliff, <I> was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah, we, I was, we can, we don't have to start with it. I kind of want to start with, um, Kathy's. Okay. His storyline wasn't, his, his storyline was, pretty quick you know he goes to the uh people that want him to run for office and you know, presumably he agrees yeah but i think this may have been partially spurned maybe he was planning anyway but maybe partially spurned by what he overheard um in rajan's office yeah i felt that that's really what pushed him over to the decision because they kind of showed him going there right after he heard what Rajan had to say. Yeah, we don't really see... Well, yeah, they did talk in Africa once last season, but we don't see them together that often, Kala and Kathy is... Mm-mm. Um, so. they, don't, they don't usually have similar events in their life where they connect. Where, you know, like where a lot of them may be feeling betrayed so that the two betrayed people end up talking or yeah or they're feeling trapped so they talk but yeah right so uh it was kind of nice to see them together i think they watched uh, what they watched a movie in kathy's home last season yeah and she asked them why he would have a tv when he lives in such poor surroundings yeah yeah TV is important, just like <laughs> just like this TV show is important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And I love how optimistic, no matter what setting, him and Kala are kind of the, um, not naive, but kind of the, see the good side to everything. Yeah. People, I think. And Zakia and Kafi is go to meet up with um, his mom, who I can't remember what his mom's name is. I have the subtitles on and I look for it, but they keep saying, hello, mom, or yeah. this is my mother. So yeah. I don't know. So she works with children and there's so many, um, 
different people from all walks of life on this show stressing the importance of art and his mom said that it's fundamental to a child's imagination. Yeah. That you can't create something unless you can imagine it first. Yeah. Just true. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Zakia accidentally outs Kafia's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> as you see that rough. moment oh. when he, she dropped the shoe. It's like a was it like when the record scratches <laughs> if that had <laughs> <that it> happened? <laughs> yeah, that, uh, they could have almost put that sound in there and it would have been perfect. And I can't remember how much we knew about Caffius's father's death in season one, but you know, it was politics that killed him, apparently, since she doesn't want the same thing to happen to Caffius. Yeah. But at the same time, when she's like, oh, if you don't want it to, if you don't want me to do it, I won't do it. But she's like, of course you're going to do it. <laughs> right. They have such a sweet relationship. I know. I really like the way they treat each other and listen to each other. Yeah, she, um, she was so hurt and scared that he would do that. Yet yeah, he, she listened to his argument and decided that that he really needs to follow his heart. Yeah. He's got a lot of his father in him. Mm-hmm. Now we can skip to... Uh, I think this is their only uh, scene, Lido, Hernando, and Danny. Yes! That was, was a great scene. That was a good one, yeah. So they arrive back, and they're ambushed by Daniela's parents and Joaquin. How does he... Like, he's... Did he break into his apartment again? That's what I'm guessing. How did he get in? Maybe they need He's to just move. Wait, there. this was was this was this his apartment or were they was this where they were staying in Brazil? I think. Cause oh. It seemed like they were dressed like they had just got finished celebrating. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Maybe this is in Brazil. I don't know their new apartment that well. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I like it when, you know, Lito's got this look on his face the whole time. Like, I don't know, I was reading it as if he was kind of, he was being serious, but he was also kind of worried about what could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when he saw them. Yeah. Yeah. And then when, um, Joaquin tries to take the luggage to, you know, I, like, love, <laughs> I loved it. They had a pink suitcase fight. That's <laughs> <laughs> <was> funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love the that look on Wolfgang's face when he, he comes because I'm like, okay, yeah. Wolf, Wolf, he can't do this without Wolfgang or somebody to come help him, and then Wolfgang shows up. Yeah, he was he was really awesome. The timing that he just showed up right then, and Lito's whole body relaxed. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I like how colorful everything was—the apartment and their clothes and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was really sad when you realized that uh, her parents, especially the father, cared more about his um, how he was perceived than the the welfare of his daughter. Yeah, her you know, he'd rather her. Safe. Yeah, he'd rather her be with a guy that beat her up than with these two guys. Yeah, even, you know, she said, you know, he used, he used my face as a punching bag, kind of upset yeah. him, but they, they didn't even, <laughs> they didn't even make any mention of it. No, it didn't phase them at all. 
And, you know, the, the irony that her father is a criminal and he's upset about this is just yeah, really sad. I don't know how I'm guessing this is a pretty accurate description of, you know, attitudes in Mexico. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, there's more than this scene for Lido. That's right. Cause he goes to see his agent and they dropped him. Yep. His agency no longer represents him. And they're upset about, you know, they say, well, you lied because, you know, he said, you know, I thought you would. You know, I was your guy, and it's like, yeah, you lied to us, too. Yeah. Oh, because some of the other clients didn't want to be represented by the same people. Like, I don't know. Yeah, they must have some big names, and they pulled some strings. I guess Hollywood is a more liberal place, or maybe that goes on in Hollywood some. I don't know. Yeah, it, it may still be that in Hollywood he still wouldn't be an action star. Yeah. I don't know, but... uh Every time he walks into their office, he's in a good mood and they kill it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But at least that so, guy was there to give him a hug and made him feel better, I think. Yeah, I love that scene. You know, both him and that bartender really like had their lives changed. Well, gave him the indication they made it he made a difference. So. I that guy was going to um, kiss him at first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, uh, poor Lito. I was really hoping that he wouldn't have to go through this, but I guess that's part of the growth thing. So, mm. um, Let's see. Um, so, Kella. Mm-hmm. So really, she, she walks in on meeting and they're saying something about less humid in those countries uh, like what are they talking about just this is just small talk or are they talking business is we coming at the end of something <laughs> you know talking. i didn't pay attention to that part were they saying something that related i don't know i mean the only part we hear is one of them that says less humid in those countries you know maybe uh, they're planning vacations or something i don't know <laughs> Or maybe it's ah. something to do with some shady business. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of ties into what he, his response to Kala when she confronts him. That that seems to resonate with what he says about the drugs being sent off. Was it the, like, when she says, you know, that all these drugs are expired. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just standard business. And yeah, then you got to get rid of it and, you know. For our inventory, and mm-hmm. and she says, "Well, what if it was me or your father?" And he goes, "Oh, that would never happen. We send it elsewhere to other countries." And that sounds kind of like what you were saying. They said about the they're less human. Oh no, I said less humid. Um, oh, sorry, H U M I D. Okay, I was like, "Wow, that's a pretty." Hardcore statement. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. why I was saying maybe they're either planning vacations or who knows what they're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. And I, could, um, I don't like the way he said, but it says a lot about him when he says, um, you know, we would never, you know, risk the lives of our people. You know, we send it to like, you know, Africa and China. Yeah. 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 So. I mean, it's the one time you see Rajan so far not being a pretty good guy. Yeah. 
because up till now he's been kind of an average good guy that hasn't done really anything bad. And, perfect but, guy for her. Yeah, but this is not good. Yeah. And you, you can see it just shatters her, her view of him. And when he comes to see her later, um, he kind of explains, yeah, this is, yeah, this is just what businesses do. And I've been taught to, you know, crunch the margins all my life. But he promises, you know, they're going to do things the right way from now on. Yeah. So he's, he's kind of potentially redeeming himself. So, you know, only time will tell if he lives up to that. But at this point, at least he's, saying he wants to do better and she wants to believe him time will tell yeah or we'll run out of episodes i don't know <laughs> <laughs> one or the other yeah. um i was gonna say they do that with some of these non-sensate characters is uh you know show them more the not necessarily completely bad but kind of complex like the guy who is now dating Cassius's mom. Is you know he he did a lot of bad things, but now he seems to be redeeming himself. Yeah. So it's good yeah. for them. Yeah, good for them. So we. Ah. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna move to sun and moon. <laughs> the sun yeah. and the moon. Yep. So she okay. So there's a scene um, early uh, where she's visiting her parents' grave, and I think she. Hates her brother, but she kind of feels guilty that she didn't nurture him, you know, to be a better yeah. person. A lot of feeling the responsibility after her mom died that maybe she was part of the reason why he turned out so bad. Yeah, cause she had her mother, but, you know, she, you know, I love these things where all the cluster are together. Yeah. They kind of just remind her that, you know, not everybody has that kind of nurturing relationship, but they don't all turn out to be horrible people. <laughs> like I mean, he's brother. like the worst person in the, uh, the whole sensate universe besides Whispers so far. He's really Whispers. <laughs> yeah, like it's hard to tell who's worse. I mean, oh, um, I love how they're all giving her advice and at the end of She's like, I, I think I'm more confused than I was before. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that Lido at the end says, you know, no matter what you do, you won't have to do it alone. Yeah, that was really sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, it was some, one thing we find out is that Caffius wanted to avenge his father, but his mom changed his mind. She said she has no room in her heart for hate. Just yeah. Himself. yeah. She doesn't hate the men who killed. Her husband. Yeah, that was really powerful. To contrast against Sun, especially when it's contrasting against Sun's situation and Wolfgang's situation. Because <laughs> he, he did go after the, the person. He didn't have anybody in his life to temper those feelings. Everybody else is saying kind of... They're more on the positive end. Even Kathy has changed his mind about getting revenge. But Wolfie's like, yeah, your brothers, we're better off without your brother. (laughs) 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 Record scratch sound. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, Yeah, that was a really sweet scene and kind of funny. Um, And then when Sun is leaving, she runs into Detective Moon and they kind of, you know, have 
conversation about, well, he kind of thinks illegal money's flowing through her brother's company and all this about whether or not, you know, she can trust him. Yeah. But she's going to leave, but he wants a rematch. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, he's taken off all his extra clothes, so he has more room to move the whole mm-hmm. time he's talking. Mm-hmm. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, take off your extra clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I really, you know, I really like him. Yeah. I, I think he's uh, turning out to be a, a good person and, uh, like one of the few people she's met that can, that's on her side besides her cluster. Yeah. But she's still a little, you know, hesitant to do. She doesn't trust, she, maybe she trusts him, but she doesn't trust the legal system. Yeah. I think that's a huge part of it. Considering she was almost killed, what, twice in jail? Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I can see why she might be a little hesitant. <laughs> but so. Sun eventually wins the fight, so she gets to go free. Well, she knocks him unconscious, so that's why. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that? Do you think the kiss was like a real kiss, or her distracting him? I don't know. That's what I was wondering. Like, did she know? I felt like she meant it, but I couldn't tell for sure. I hope so. It was a real kiss, but she just took advantage of him being distracted. Yeah, I'm going to go with that, yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then she says that she she tells him he improved, even though he couldn't hear it. Got better, but still. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) she still wins. So, Nomi and Nita. Yes. So, it was funny when, um, okay, let me see. Yeah, they're all. uh, Was the first time we saw them when they were sitting around with Nita's family? Yeah, they're talking about this, um, shooting that they found out about earlier that happened at Chicago. Yeah. And they're, uh, they're just talking about that. And I don't think we. I don't know if they explained in the first season that all three of these were her dads. I thought they were just other relatives. Maybe I just missed that. I'm not sure because it all mixes together now. Yeah. So. So it's kind of like Mama Mia, where they don't know who the real father is. <laughs> yeah. One of the three could be your father. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They and they were all happy about it, which I thought was cute because you can tell they all loved her very much. Yeah. Copulation for a better nation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a cute family. And I love later when they're all, uh, yeah, well, when they're dancing to I Second That Emotion. I love that song. Mm-hmm. I love that music from that time period. They, they pick a lot of really good music for each scene. It seems to tie into the theme. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you find out how they have made an ID for Riley on her travels and you find out that Nomi's helped a lot of trans people get new IDs. So that's how she has all this experience. It must be odd for Will as a cop to keep getting introduced to these people who have done like not above board activity. Yeah. And yet be so close to them, like what Wolfgang has done and then find out Nomi's making illegal IDs and so you know. broken out of jail. And yeah, <laughs> he helped her. Exactly, it's a, a whole new world for Will. So later, um, they're in bed and 
uh, on my native screens. And <laughs> it's kind of funny when Nomi wakes up and she's like, Whispers, where? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was cute. <laughs> but Hoy did say when people have nightmares, it's usually about whispers, right? <laughs> yeah, it seems to come true now. Yeah. Yep. And the, uh, the, um, the shooting, we find out that the guy speaking was uh, part of, was it, do you think he was part of BPO? Because he had been in a picture with the founder. Uh, yeah, what is her? Thank you. I think you, uh, Ruth Al Sadawi. Yeah. He was involved with her somehow, involved with BPO somehow. So, and then we find out that Todd is the shooter. Was he, he was a zombie Todd, right? Right. That was whispers controlling him, I think. Right. Yeah, that's what they said. Because, yeah, the previous episode was, um, Whispers was saying that we have a big day tomorrow, so I'm guessing this was it. <gasps> That's right. Something bad's going to happen. Because I thought, I was thinking the whole time it was going to be, he was going after Nomi and Neats in the woods. Right, right. But he, uh, apparently he was, uh, I was wondering why they were so free with being off blockers, you know, Will being off blockers, but I guess Whispers hasn't been around because he's been yeah. getting Todd ready to, do you think that was a power move within BPO to get rid of that guy? I don't know. Whispers, I'm still not sure about Whispers' motive. His motives, yeah. period. Like, what is he up to? Why is yeah. he doing what he's doing? I haven't figured that out, what he wanted. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, yeah, so they managed to stop the killer from shooting himself. So Todd is in jail. And Todd was, um, he was the one in Angelica's first cluster that... You know, didn't like being a sensei. No, he was in not her cluster, but well, her. the one that she birthed. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I got that right. Okay. Cluster that she gave yeah. birth. To, yeah. Ah, Todd, Todd, Todd. I think he's the one that kind of went off and was the reason her all her children disappeared. Um, I'm really sick of guys named Todd. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> That's a George Carlin bit. If you want to look that up, it's really funny. Um, I'll have to now. There's <laughs> <Yeah>. Todd. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I like how Amanita says that the internet is a kind of Sicilium, which is really cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They keep comparing what the sensates do to our connective technology, like Google to the archipelago and Sicilium. Uh, network to the in, uh, the internet. It's kind of cool. I see. Yeah, there's pilots. The guy who got shot was speaking at a peace congregation. Huh. Yeah. I don't know if that's significant or not. I liked what he said because he was talking about how monolithic repressive societies are the ones people try to escape from to go into multi multicultural open societies. That's about as far as he got, but it sounded cool. It sounded like it was going to go pretty cool places. Yeah. Before Todd interrupted rudely. Todd. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Google that. Uh, George Carlin guy's named Todd. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Hi. Um, so, yeah, so. So that's where. Right, uh, Nomi learns where Whispers has been so she could tell the others. Right, she gets his... Oh, well, 
Yeah, she. That's why she. That's um. Yeah, that's when she learns that why he's been absent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there was a a moment with uh. I don't know. Did we talk about Riley and Will yet? No, that's that's next. <laughs> okay, jumping ahead. Sorry. That's no, why um, I was saving <laughs> that till last. Um, okay. I think I um, got everything. Else. So yeah, so Will is worried about her going to Chicago. There's so many times in this episode where Riley just kind of says fuck you Will I'm gonna do <laughs> he like doesn't yeah. want her to do something she's like I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it <laughs> yeah, yeah. she's like I'm tired of this I'm taking that chance now Yeah. you, you can tell that Will's much more of a, a planner and do things carefully and Riley's kind of by the seat of her pants yeah you go Riley Blue uh, we did get a brief <laughs> mention of Bug I was just a brief he says yeah. visiting is like FaceTime without an iPhone. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I uh, love Bob. Um, okay. I just wrote the wrong name. So yeah, on the airplane, Riley sees the lady with the tattoo on her head. Yes. Very mysterious. I, yeah, and I really liked her, even though we haven't seen much or, or she didn't really give away much in this scene I really liked kind of the direction she was hinting at yeah apparently she knows a way to stop people from finding out where she is but she can visit them they can't visit her mm -hmm. and she her her message was kind of I guess similar to what I've heard in Buddhism like the you can't change others thinking you can only change yourself yeah and that somehow Riley's still thinking like them and what do you think she meant by then I don't know she was she said I can't help you until you stop thinking like them or something like that yeah something similar to that and I wasn't sure what she meant by that like thinking like humans maybe like uh, humans or her cluster or yeah I, I wasn't sure so I guess it's supposed to come later. Yeah. More of that. I don't know. So. And Riley lands in Chicago and meets Diego. Yes. That girl with the funny accent. He finally meets her. Yes. And the way they had Diego come up to her, he thought maybe something bad was about to happen. Yeah. And it was Diego. Yay. Yeah, I can see him again. Mm-hmm. And, He's very angry at Will. Yeah, so they're going to explain what's going on. So they go to get something to eat, and what is it? Painting Grace. It's the name of the song that's playing. She ends up getting Will's favorite, uh, the malt. Mm-hmm. And apparently this is a real place where they went to eat. So <laughs> that's the awesome. little hot dog people yeah. on top of the thing, yeah. Um. I like when she's trying to explain to Diego what's going on. Of course, I'm sure at first he doesn't believe it because, I mean, why would he? Yeah. But then Will calls in the middle of their conversation to keep it going, and I thought that was a really good touch. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, your, your phone's about to ring. <laughs> like, <does>. what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but he um, kind of he explains, and it's a good reason why he didn't contact Diego because you know, they would have pressured Diego. Yeah. Diego would have lost everything. 
trying to protect Will. Yeah. So he, and I think he got that part and he started to believe what Riley was telling him. So that was kind of cool. Um, so we see them in Chicago, I guess on the, you know, next to the lake or I think this is a river. Maybe I don't know if where this was. Maybe it's the Chicago river. I don't know, but where they, didn't they meet yeah, the other way? Around? Yeah. They met the other way in season one. Okay. <clears throat> so, and they, Mr. Hoy pops up. <laughs> the archipelago is spoken. I have an address. <laughs> and it was the church again. So it looks like they're bringing this whole thing full circle. This part of it. Trying to figure out exactly why she had to go there. Is the archipelago, was this a test from the archipelago or something? Well, that's where the woman, I think, agreed to meet her. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, but like, why did she, I don't it, know. She that didn't she... explain why they, she wanted the church this time. She explained why Angelica picked it. Yeah, like, why did she have to go... And why did she have to wait? Why did the archipelago... I guess maybe she sent the message through the archipelago to Riley. That was my impression. Okay. They didn't specifically say that, I don't think. But that was my impression that she kind of sent a message back and said, okay, here's the address. You gotta come to Chicago and come by yourself. And then, you know, eventually she yeah. sent the address. Okay. That's, that's what I got out of it. Um, so Will doesn't like it. Diego doesn't like it. <laughs> Nomi pops up and doesn't. She seems kind of weirded out by this. Yeah, and everybody's there, and of course Alito, comic relief that he is. It's like this reminds me of that one movie. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody died in it. So. <laughs> yeah, um, so. and then she has to uh, go downstairs, and of course Diego doesn't want to go <laughs> like <laughs> like nope yeah this is where the sidekicks get killed in the movies <laughs> but uh he he takes off pretty quick when she's like i have to go by myself and then uh then she she finds the pill by itself the blocker so she'll be completely alone when uh she meets that person and again she takes the risk um, yeah, so there's a lot of exposition in this scene. So let's see if I can get some of the high points. Mm -hmm. Um, so Rally and her clusters is because of her. She worked with Professor Kolobi, helped Angelica escape. Now, is Professor Kolobi the one who was killed at the museum? Uh, he's still, he's still alive. He was the one that Nomi and Neats went to meet at the university. Uh, okay. Okay, so Yan um, just messaged me. I guess he um, was asleep, so he'll join us another episode. Okay. <laughs> I was worried, but you know, ladies are. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she said that she knew Angelica would birth another cluster, and that Angelica would die before what letting letting what happened to her, the first cluster she birthed happen to this one, and she picked this place because. Angelica heard her singing one day and wanted to know where she learned it. Um, so this is what I was wondering. Angelica worked with BPO because she was searching for her children. Right. So 
like her first cluster, she was trying to find them, or what was the, or was she? What does that mean exactly? <laughs> well, I I seem to remember that in the cabin they were talking about how they they everybody was disappearing when they went to Chicago. Yeah. And then Angelica went there, and I think Jonas said that's where everything went wrong when Angelica went to Chicago. Mm. And so that's all I've really put together so far is that she went there and and started helping uh, Whispers, and it went bad. So they didn't know how fast BPO was changing. Um, Shoped Kolovi would continue what El Sadawi began. Maybe Kolovi believed in her work once, but not now, not since he met Milton Bailey Brandt. And we saw them working together in that video. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the first name she knew him by. He had data on a sensorium frontal lobe that they were desperate to get. And they didn't, they didn't really want to know how he got it, but they had an idea. Making deals with the devil. Yeah. You just (laughs) want to think about that. Um, Whispers couldn't have solved the problem of the neural graft without help from Angelica. The neural graft mimics the connection of a cluster overriding the consciousness of one sensorium onto another. So basically bulgering them, those zombie. Yeah. To, she doesn't know why, but she knows, oh, she knows what happened in New York, the school shooting. She wants to stop some of this terrible from happening in, um, and we can see that they both have scars on their arm and find out why Angelica called him Whispers because the voice in your head that tells you to jump to hurt yourself, it never shouts, it only whispers. That's so creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she so writes, does, I was going to, I was wondering, so does that mean when you, when they do that neural graft that you're now like more of you're not visiting but you're sharing now with that whoever like you're experiencing their cluster as if it's your own now um overriding the consciousness of one so i think it's like you your mind is taking over this body you're yeah you're inside the body you're kind of sharing okay it gets a little confusing sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> what what these things mean. At this point, I'm not always sure. Uh, so they get the address and they go to Whispers' house and they're thinking, you know, their uh, son, Will, and Wolfgang are, you know, debating whether they should go in now. Or I'm not sure if there's even a debate. I think they're all kind of just convincing themselves they need to do something now. Mm-hmm. And that's when Jonas appears. <laughs> like, are you. Really, really to kill a man in cold blood. Like, and I that's it. Dead. Yeah, it was kind of Surprising. Hard. Yeah, it was kind of hard just talking about him dying a few episodes ago when, you know, <laughs> he yeah. knew he was coming back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it was the first time I saw it. It was very surprising. Yeah. I mean, the last time you see him, they're already starting to drill into his head. Yeah, and then they mourn him because they felt him die. Early Snowy yeah. and Will felt him die. Mm-hmm. And then there he is, as if nothing happened. And we'll get an explanation for that. <laughs> yeah, especially with he is all of a sudden has a different attitude. Like, are you willing to kill a man in cold blood? That wouldn't have been the Jonas 
before. Yeah. Like, you know, the Jonas before was doing everything he could to survive, which is what Will and them are doing. So. Yeah. Uh, do, um, any other points that we missed? Um, I think so. Pretty good. I'm definitely going to have to see that. Uh, let's see. No, I think it's that's it. Okay, so who was our favorite sensate? Hmm. I don't know. I I think I could go with Sun in this episode. The first scene. Okay. Yeah. She had a scene with Kalad, and she had a scene with the whole cluster, and then she fought Detective Moon. Yes. Okay, I go with that. I really liked her scene at her 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 parents' grave. I thought yeah. that was really great. And uh, nonsensate. I like the monk lady just because she was so mysterious well, and the potential. A, she is a sensei. She's not in. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Okay. Um. um uh, I don't know. Diego. Let's go. With okay. Let's go with Diego. Yeah, we get to see his story kind of wrap up. You know, his like he got to finally find out things and then he was a little bit of a comic relief at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Son and Diego. Uh, no feedback this week. There was a request from a Wesley to, um, he created a cluster maker, which I haven't tried out myself, but the link is in the Facebook group. If you want to check it out. Um, I can't remember the URL off my head, but you know, check out the Facebook group. The link is in there. Find your own cluster. Oh, how cute. That's okay. That's cool. <laughs> um, so next week, sometime next week, which I'm not sure what day, uh, we'll be discussing the next episode. All I want right now is one more bullet. And sometimes the thing <laughs> is trying to remember where it came from because I haven't watched them since the release day. So I think I know who said it, but. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I forgot, so it'll be a surprise for me. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's exciting. It's fun to rewatch these and Yes. And see more than I saw before. I know, because even I rewatched the first season and the Christmas special right before season two was released and I was still noticing stuff that I hadn't noticed before. Yeah. Their writing is they've got a lot of stuff in there to you have to watch a couple times to catch. It's not a good show to watch, Distracted. Well, you'll, you'll still enjoy it, but you'll miss so much. Yeah, you'll wonder where all these names come came from and who's that guy. Yeah. But you won't wonder where Todd came from. Todd. <laughs> Todd. <laughs> um, there's nothing wrong with the name Todd, I just, but it is a funny... Um, <laughs> it's good. Skit. Yeah. <laughs> um... I've known several people named Todd. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, thank you, Shelly, for coming on again this week. Well, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, you. fun talking about Sensate. Yeah. We still can. <laughs> Maybe yeah. in five years we'll come back or watch it all over again together. Yeah. And it's nice that JMS is answering some questions. He's answering a lot of questions. Maybe in the final episode. I wish I had been compiling all of this stuff, but yeah, we can talk about what we know from what JMS has said about what would have happened. 
Pretty yeah, that'd they, be fun. They said they could only talk about stuff that they had reached a consensus on, so there's some stuff that they hadn't decided on makes, yet. Yeah, that makes sense, because they had, what, had three more years that they had planned? Yeah, like, I think, like, Nomi's fate, they hadn't really decided on like what would end up happening here. He did say one thing that I think he was kind of halfway joking that, um, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. I'll wait to the end. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I just forgot we're not finished with this podcast yet. <laughs> I was like, oh, are we done? Are we talking? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I'll talk about that later. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all we got for this week, folks. And we'll be back next time with All I Want Right Now is One More Bullet. But until then, goodbye. Bye.